Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here. And today, we're going to talk about goal setting and why I believe that's crucial, not only in business, but uh, also in life. And I'm also going to take you through the process that I follow every year around setting goals and, and working out kind of how I want both areas of my business to improve and progress and also how I want that to align myself personally around um, having some balance in my life. Because as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you can appreciate that often the business piece of things can become highly addictive and you end up trying to progress things too much and other areas of your life, be that your health, your fitness, how much time you spend with your family, all those sort of things tend to take a back seat. And my experience has been that if that starts to happen, you get out of that balance, then actually it doesn't take very long before the business side of things starts to go backwards as well. So goal setting to me is, it's not an annual process. I may spend time every year reflecting and creating goals for the year, but the process I follow actually goes a little bit further in terms of thinking about what I want to achieve, not just in the next 12 months, but over the next three years, five years, 10 years, and even up to 20 years, depending on how, how uh, ambitious I'm feeling at the time when I'm doing it. Second thing I want to I sort of point out is even if you're setting goals and you're setting them in a point in time, which might be that the sort of annual process, the, the most important thing I think is it's not about that. It's about the fact that they should be reviewed daily and progress should be made daily weekly, monthly towards achieving what you're trying to do. Again, a lot of people I know sort of set goals, which are resolutions, if you like, um, around that New Year's time. And even if they write them down, which is a fantastic process, which I always um, suggest, they don't review them. And they certainly don't review them regularly enough that that anything's going to happen. So, so let me take you through the process I follow. It's relatively structured. I've been doing it for quite a few years now, but I find it works really, really well. And I actually learned the process first and foremost from listen, listening to a, um, a Tony Robbins tape ages ago called Personal Power. But the, the process of goal setting I found is the most effective. But that's not to say that there aren't other ways to do it. So let me take you through. Firstly, um, I personally set my goals at the sort of end of a year around Christmas time when I've got a little bit of time off with the family and I can seclude myself for an hour or so and and just really think about where I am and what I want to achieve going forward. Try and have no distractions, which is always difficult with a couple of uh, little girls running around the place at Christmas time. Um, but that hour is a really important hour and I, I make sure I write everything down. So let me take you through the process. Hopefully this is useful. You don't certainly have to do it at, at sort of that end of year Christmas holiday season. It's um, applicable any time. Um, the most important thing is starting. So let me kick off. So the first thing I do is I brainstorm a list of anything that I'd like to achieve, create, give, have, or do 
over the next period of my life. And as I mentioned beforehand, that might be 12 months, it might be three years, five years, 10 years, and as I said, sometimes 20 years. And I break that down into a few categories. The first one is things and stuff. And some people sort of say that, you know, when you're setting goals, being materialistic isn't the right approach and you need to be more about contribution. And I say, that's crap. I mean, let's be frank. You know, if you are working hard day in, day out, supporting your family, trying to achieve things, it's nice to have some tokens and some things that are icons, if you like, of that hard work, be that cars, houses, all sorts of things. And, you know, I personally find that, you know, we have a summer barbecue at our place every year and that's that's not about showing off anything. That's about actually getting around with friends and letting them enjoy some of the hard work that I've put in over the last few years. And so, you know, for whatever the reason is for you and whatever those things are, it's important, I think, to have at least a few of those things on your list. So I spend five minutes literally listing down all the things and stuff that I want. And I don't time bound them. I don't give myself any, um, oh, you know, how the hell am I going to achieve that this year because it's going to cost this amount of money. I don't, that's not the point of this exercise. The point is just to get it down. So five minutes on that. The second um, area is experiences. And these are things that, you know, some people sort of reference a bucket list. Um, I sort of think this is more about stuff that I've always wanted to do, be it travel to to certain places, learn a new skill, experience something. A lot of people know that I'm massively into my basketball, so I like to go and watch NBA games over in the US um, at least once or twice a year. So, So it's things like that. And And, you know, it could be, again, taking my daughters to go and see something amazing in the world, which I know is going to give them an experience, which, which, you know, in turn gives me that experience as well. So five minutes on that, again, everything written down, not time bound and make it as creative and big and broad as you need it to be. The third area is um, economic, um, financial. So what are you working towards with your finances? Um, Are you disciplined enough? with how you save and invest and have a a sort of balanced portfolio around those things, you know, what does it look like? So if you said in 10, 20 years time, um, you need to have a net worth of something, you know, and that could be quite a bold figure, like get it down, write it down, really think about it. And if you bring that back and say, okay, well, the next 12 months, what do I need to achieve? Do I need to double my current income? Do I need to make this the year that I pay my mortgage off? Those are the economic things that, you know, when I talk about financial freedom and wealth creation, it's a really important thing because financial freedom is actually aligned to time freedom, if you think about it, because if you have the ability and the choice to do what you want, when you want, with, with whoever you want, then a lot of the time it comes back to making sure you have the financial means to do so. And interestingly, I was talking to a mentor of mine recently, and um, we, <laughs> we got into a reasonably sort of philosophical debate about this. But it was actually the wealth that you have is is more of a spiritual uh, ability or a spiritual thing in your life as opposed to being practical and rational. And his point was, you know, the amount that you contribute to other people in life actually comes back and it, it's often measured in zeros on your bank account. So an interesting thought. But as I said, for this process, spend five minutes writing down what your economic goals are. The next area is career and business. And this is where you can really start to think about what you're doing with your business, what you want to achieve. And and I like to think about it in terms of growth, the culture I'm creating, 
where I want the business to be and what I want it to become. So, you know, often, often that could be about number of customers I bring in. It could be about creating new products and services. It could be simply being able to give back more to the people that I work with and my partners. Because again, that helps, I think, get the right congruency between what you're trying to achieve and, and how you feel fulfilled in doing that. If you're at the stage where um, you're contemplating sort of going into you know, starting your business and scaling your business and you're, you're still employed, it could be about what do you need to do in your career to allow you the freedom to be able to make other choices around entrepreneurship. So, you know, I, I know lots of people who have been extremely successful in their career, career of employment, but they desperately want to go and do something else. And under this category is where you can really start to, again, get this stuff down, write it down, feel really passionate about it. And then once you start to write this down, it starts to manifest in your mind. And, and strangely enough, things you, you just start to do things and think things and see things, which um, make those goals, you know, be pulled towards you. So the last one, and I've kind of referenced it through the others, is about contribution. And again, really, really important to think about fulfillment, not just the perceived ideals of success and achievement. So what are you going to give back? What are you going to spend your time doing, which is not just about your own personal goals or your own business goals? Really, really important. So that could be... um, uh, you know, joining a charity, it could be doing some mentorship. I mean, I personally like to mentor young young people going into early stage startup. Um, I find that some of the things that I've done over my career are really relevant for those individuals and a lot of it focuses on mindset and belief and those sort of things. But I find I get personally a lot of fulfillment from that. They, from what they say to me, get a lot of help from that. And that balances me in all the other areas of what I'm doing in terms of my goals and what I'm trying to achieve. So that's the areas. Um, As I said, there are five there in total, just to kind of reference them again. It's things and stuff, experiences, economic, career, business, and contribution. Five minutes each. So 25 minutes in total. Pen doesn't leave the page. What I do is I get my phone out. I set a timer. And after five minutes, I just, you know, I, I set it for five minutes. I write, I write, I write, I write. And then after five minutes, I stop and that's it. Have a small break, <laughs> literally drink some water, clear your head a bit, and then get down into the next category. Okay. So once I've done that, I've got a long list of lots of things. It looks like a massive mess, but there's a little bit of, you know, coherency around it. So then the next thing I do is try and at least put it into some categories And this is where I start to put some time bounding to those goals. So I go down literally the whole list and I'll put a one, a three, a five, a 10 or a 20 next to each of the goals. And that is literally years. So what goals do I want to achieve and can I practically achieve in the next 12 months in one year? What look like they're going to take a bit longer? So they're three years out which ones are five years out, which ones are 10 years out, which ones are 20. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I mean, one of the, one of the goals I've got, which is probably a 20-year goal, is um, buying uh, my favorite sporting team. Now, that's really out there. And there's a, a, a guy who's probably one of the most brilliant marketing minds in the world called uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, who has a similar ambition for, a, may I point out, a different sports team. 
But I think just having that there and knowing that I'm passionate about, you know, playing and participating, watching sports is just a really nice goal to have. And it's a long way out, but I know that if I achieve some of my early stage goals, um, what's to say that that more ambitious one in 20 years time certainly doesn't become a reality. So it's great to have it down there. And if anything, it drives me and, and I kind of smile every time I look at it because it's a long way from where I am today. But as I said, in 10 years time, it may not be. So once you've done that, it's now time to focus everything down. So you've got your long list and you've allowed yourself to be creative and let your mind sort of really go at it. I now like to bring this down for the next 12 months. So I look just at the one year goals and I choose the top five and the top five are not, you know, I try and make them the most balanced out of all of them. So they're not necessarily the ones that are just business orientated or career or economic. I try and get a sense of balance across the whole lot. And then, and this is another critical part, is I write down for each of those top five that I've selected why I must absolutely achieve that goal within the next 12 months. Okay, I'm just going to say that again. I write down why I must achieve that goal in the next 12 months. And that can be all sorts of things, but quite often it's, because I want to spend more time with my family. I want to get to a certain place financially, economically, because I know it's going to give me um, more freedom, more time, more leverage. And the why, again, when I, when I mentor people, people say, yeah, but surely, you know, why is that important? Why do you have to spend time doing that bit? And and the reason is, if you don't have a strong enough why, it's back to the stuff that Simon Sinek talks about. If you don't have a strong enough why, you're just not going to get out of bed in the morning and do stuff. It's really, really important. Um, I'll give you an example of sort of health and fitness. So I, I have a goal, which is about being in peak um, mental and physical condition. And I, and I define what that is with some metrics as well. But you're going to meditate daily or you're going to get out of bed in the morning when it's, you know, 5 a.m. and it's freezing outside and sort of do 30 minutes of exercise. <laughs> if it's just a rational thing, you're going to talk yourself out of it. If it's an emotional thing or, or, or something which is much more connected to, you know, your why, then you're going to do it. So for me, you know, being in good physical condition is part of my identity. It always has been, you know, in my days, years ago of being a personal trainer and, and, and a writer for Men's Health magazine, I've always been into that. So if, if I don't do it, then I, I lose touch with who I really am at the core. So as much as anybody, you know, I don't like going outside when it's, you know, minus whatever. But I know that the why that I'm doing it is much greater than something which is just situational, which happens to be, you know, the uncomfortable nature of walking outside when it's freezing. <laughs> so hopefully that makes sense. So then after I've you know, written down the why, I make every single one of those goals smart. So if it's about, you know, physical, you know, what weight do I want to be, what body fat, if it's financial, what sort of money do I want to make? If it's more about spending time with my family, it's, uh, you know, when am I going to dedicate that time and actually put it into my calendar so nothing distracts me from that point? Then I literally do something which is quite weird. I share those goals with a few people, uh, often my mentors or close friends, my wife. Um, and I do that purely for accountability. So once I've put it out there, again, it's just another trick that 
you know, I like to be someone who does what they say they're going to do. Um, and if I go out there and say, I'm going to achieve these things and tell people about it and then don't do it or don't keep making progress towards it, then I know that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't continue with that sort of um, mentality. <laughs> so again, it works for me, but I suggest have a think about how you can share. Because again, you might have someone in your peer group who's trying to achieve exactly the same thing as you are. Um, so why not share that journey? You know, your goals might be a little bit different, but at least the context could be the same. So definitely think it's important to have an accountability step in your goal setting process. And then the last thing I do, um, again, which I think is really, really powerful is as soon as I set a goal, and this is across any area, but in, in the context of what we're talking about today, the five goals that I've set for the next year, I take one action, action step in the moment to get it moving. Now, that could be anything. Now, if it's a thing goal, let's say there's a car that I want to I want to get in the next 12 months and I can see a pathway to doing it. Um, you know, I've already got the financial means is building up for that. So obviously I'll time bound it and say that I'm going to, I'm going to get that car in say October this year. What I'll do in the moment is I'll go on to the website um, where that car is. I'll maybe build the car using one of those configurator things. I might even, you know, ring a dealer and see if I can go in there and, and actually sit in a similar vehicle or I might order a brochure. But strangely, that small little step in the moment, literally as soon as I've set the goal, again, just starts to move you towards it, starts to get your psychology in the right way that you're really progressing. And once you start that, you get momentum. And momentum is one of those things, you know when you've got it, um, but you can't really explain it. So a huge, huge, powerful thing in the universe. And I suggest that if you do this with your goal setting, um, you'll start to get that first stage of momentum. So that's it. As a, as a structured process, as I said, it's pretty full on. It takes about an hour. Um, it's a great fun hour. I mean, particularly if, you know, you're in the right sort of headspace and physiology and focus to get it done. And by the end of it, you'll feel really empowered because you've got, a clear blueprint of what you want to achieve over the next 12 months. You've got balance across the various areas of your life. And the next stage, which I'll share on a uh, on another podcast, is how about how you actually bring that into your daily life. So again, it's great to have these things written down. It's great to understand what you want to achieve. But as I said at the very beginning, it's about what you do every single day to make progress against those goals. So as I said, I'll, I'll, I'll bring that into another podcast because it's, it's a long one in its own right. But just as a final sort of, I suppose, bonus to this area really is now that you've got your goals, one thing to do is have a think about the kind of person it's going to take to achieve the goals. So again, you know, you are who you are. You know, you have your character, you have your skills, experiences, values, beliefs. But often I find, particularly if I'm goal setting um, annually around that time, holiday period, et cetera, change of year, I start to think about, are there any things that I need to change within myself that's going to allow me to step up and go to another level um, with, you know, with, with, the, with this goal setting, with this achievement? And that in itself is an interesting one because, you know, the person it takes 
to become a billionaire may not be the same person it takes to become a millionaire, which may not be the same person it takes just to scale up your business and get to a point where you're starting to get some leverage and some freedom. So again, just spending a bit of time thinking about who you are and what you need to be is really critical. And what I tend to do with that is I also set my development needs for the year. Um, and I break them down into two, personal development and professional development. And under personal development, that could be all sorts of things like mindset and what do I need to read? Are there other podcasts I need to listen to on my journey where I can start to reflect on, you know, again, my psychology and what I need to be thinking about. Um, and on professional development, it's very much skills. So um, where I'm moving to may need a stronger um, understanding of the principles of influence and negotiation, for example. So I need to go out there and, and learn a bit more about that and maybe get a mentor or join a mastermind um, so that that can really start to progress me in those areas. So again, if you do that around the same time, certainly you know, I, I sometimes do it exactly straight after I've set my goals, but you know, certainly within the first week or so after you've set your goals, then what you'll end up with is a really strong blueprint of what you want to achieve why you want to achieve it, achieve it, sorry, and what you need to do over the next period of time to get there. And as I said before, if you can get to that, you are going to be massively motivated. You're going to be thinking, wow, how can I take that next step and, and be inspired in the process? And even that alone can start to change just, you know, your attitude to things and how you, how you start to hold yourself and, um, and, uh, and really start to carry yourself going forward. So that's it for today. Hopefully very useful. As I said, it's, it's extremely um, important to go through this process in some way, shape or form. My process works for me. Um, as I said, hopefully it works for you. Uh, feel free to get in touch with me on um, any of my kind of social media profiles at any time. If you've got questions or comments, I'm always happy to, um, to help where I can. And, and just to finish off today, remember in business and, business and in life, it's important to... Um, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Thanks, everybody. 